You're listening to Asking for a Friend with therapist Stephen Ng. It's a conversation about human sexuality and how to approach it with intelligence, understanding, and compassion. Hi, I'm Stephen Ng, and I'm uh, talking to my friend Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Stephen. How are you? I'm well. I understand you wanted to ask me some money questions. <laughs> yes, big money. $2.99. <laughs> hey, don't make jokes about that. It means a lot to me and my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand, Stephen, that you have something that you're selling. As a matter of fact, I do. I was remembering uh, sometime back about the days, weeks, months uh, following my failed first marriage and how horrible I felt and how really damaged I was. I, I, I just was having a, a horrible time. And I remember I didn't date for a long time. I didn't even want to look at women. Um, and I, I was hurt, uh, confused. And I and then someone, needed time to regroup and to lick my wounds and to convalesce. And then someone gave you $2.99 and it felt better? Well, okay, the cynic <laughs> in you is... Not one of your more charming <laughs> attributes, but I just remember that I had been, I had never been more convinced that I was doing the right thing when I got married, when I was never, ever more utterly wrong than that at any time in my life before or since. So it was devastating, especially to a guy like me when I wasn't a marriage and family therapist back then, but I, but still I was a guy who really based a lot of my self-esteem quite sadly on having all the answers. And that was a very wonderful part of my hitting bottom and realizing I don't, but it didn't negate the fact that I needed to learn how to have a loving relationship. And so I came up with something that I thought would help me, the me I used to be, and and it's called a 30-day challenge. And I, I've i set it up so that on every day, every person who spends $2.99 big American cents uh, can have a reminder each day of a task that they could actually proactively perform that has nothing to do with dating someone specific or, or even getting out in the dating pool or anything aggressive like that, but something that would be growthful and healing and, and really nurturing of the self. And uh, I, I wish I'd had that for three bucks. I think that would have been really great. In fact, I might raise the price to three dollars. <laughs> So um, this is called thirty day the thirty day challenge to reclaiming your mojo. Yeah, well, and because we've all we all learn best in different ways. I've included a daily task taken from seven different categories. So some days it involves talking, some days reading or listening or doing, sometimes watching, just simply watching or writing or sharing. Interesting. Yeah. So what would be an example of a watching? Well, you know, we all talk about media and it's fun to blame media. And I but I think there's a complex dance between consumer and media that where sometimes we're just consuming it without thinking about it. And so one of the tasks is to go back to one of uh, a new or, or one of a favorite um, romantic movie could be a romantic comedy like Sleepless in Seattle and to watch the movie and particularly the scenes that really moved you only with with a thoughtful eye to deconstructing what is it in this scene that really works for me? What is it that I bought into that I shouldn't have bought into? And how can I know the difference next time when I'm deceiving myself or failing to buy into something that's really wholesome and good? So since I'm sitting here spending this time with you, I want to get a little bit of free therapy. (laughs) 
<laughs> so for me, that would have been, I remember growing up on The Cosby Show, watching oh Cliff and Claire Huxtable and their marriage, and that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted my marriage to be. I wanted to dance in the kitchen. I wanted, I liked the egalitarian relationship that they had. Obviously, um... Well, you know as well as I do the prison visiting hours are <laughs> first Sundays of the month <laughs> from noon to five, so... <laughs> so obviously, Cliff Huxtable, not Bill Cosby. Right. We're talking about a character, We're not a real person. We're talking about a character, not a real person. So, so if I, after my divorce, if I went and I said, okay, that's what I wanted, um, what do you think that I, I should learn from myself by knowing that? Oh, I, I think that... You know, the, the beauty of, of this kind of shared media is that as soon as you bring up the name uh, of, of the story and the actors in it, all of us immediately have a sense of what it is you're talking about, and you didn't have to spend hardly any time describing it. And what was so wonderful, well, you said yourself what was so wonderful about it. It conveyed a sense of egalitarian love that and, and joy that maybe you yourself had yet to experience by that time you were watching that. And is that something we'd ever want to throw out? And, you know, you think about that for like a nanosecond and go, of course not. Of course I want equality. Of course I want joy in my life. And so what I want to do is learn how to better do this thing and to do it more thoughtfully. And by this thing, I mean building a life that's loving and that's sane where I'm managing my sexuality intelligently and I'm having a great partnership in my future. So I need to know, you know, like so many of us, we've hurt ourselves by compromising so much of our identities. I need to f go back to figuring out, in the first week, we try to answer this question, who am I by myself? So so the... I'm uh, not married anymore. They're not in my life anymore. So I'm not the spouse. And, and who am I now? So the other side of this, back on this one exercise, and it's interesting because this is one of 30, and we could spend 20 minutes talking about this one exercise, or I could. Um, but if you're... If you're if your favorite romantic movie is unrealistic, if it's a, har a harlequin romance where the man comes on the horse and whisks you away and you go live in a castle, you know, if that's if that's what shaped you. Yeah, I'm thinking a little bit of a fairy tale like Princess Bride, for example. You know, if that's what we're thinking is going to happen or anything along those lines. Uh, probably not. There's probably not an ensemble of heroes who are going to come together to rescue me from the evil prince who's trying to force me to get married and but but there's probably some sort of wonder and wonderful truth in every fairy tale so it's 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 not that i want to leave any stone unturned i want to know who shaped me and influenced me and how did i become who i am today because and those fairy tales and those tv shows and those movies those books that i read including harlequin romance or any other romance novel is a big part of how I became the person I became. Now, if it didn't work out, obviously, I made a few mistakes along the way because at some point I have to take responsibility for being the one who picked out that horrible, wretched person who dumped me, even though they knew how nice I was. <laughs> but then I need to figure out who do I want to be in my next relationship and also how do I get there? And, and this whole month of challenges is meant to help answer these questions. Now, is a month of reflection all we really need? I mean, just $2.99 and you go from being a zero to a hero and you've already figured out all of life's secrets? Of course not. But it is meant to be a kindly, helpful leg up 
on recovering after a terrible relationship? Or not even a terrible relationship. Um, I, and I know we've argued about this before. I am of the belief that sometimes relationships end. You know, sometimes you leave a job. Sometimes you move on. It doesn't have to be. Well, then, you know, if, if it's that innocuous, I don't know that I would need to be doing any healing at all. And you could save three or excuse me, two ninety five. Okay, fine. Two ninety nine. Fine. In that I case. just yeah, I just I would have needed You know, you know what, I on... think what we're talking about though is a real thing and it's probably something we should talk about sometime and maybe in a future thirty day challenge is how is it that I get in relationships that are okay, but they're really not satiating, they're really not satisfying. Well, and actually, now that when you say it that way, obviously, at the at the end of my marriage, um, I was I was devastated and doubting myself and wondering all the things that that you tend to wonder. Um, and so I'm looking at the categories on your 30 day challenge. And you mentioned the the watch, talk, read, write. But what else you've done is week one is who am I by myself? So you're getting to know yourself again. Um, number two, week two is who shaped me. Week three, who do I want to be in a relationship? And then week four, how do I connect the dots to get there? Yeah. So it seems like a really logical exercise. So even if you don't, even if you go through this exercise, obviously, so you're you're not guaranteed, just so I'm clear, you're not guaranteeing that I'm going to have some amazing man at the end of this. So no, is no. that not part That's of included in the 299. <laughs> uh, we will ship you uh, a picture of Stephen Ng. <laughs> and you can sleep with that picture. No, of course, of course not. We, you know, nobody can guarantee anything like that. And that's not what I, this is about. This, you know, the great, the thing about relationships is that at the very best, all I can be is 100, 100% responsible for my 50% of the relationship. So just helping each one of us get to where we're taking 100% responsibility for how we got there and what do we need to do to get where we're going. If we could just do our part, then we're that much more prepared for the person who could be the right person for us. Or even even by ourselves. I mean... Oh, of course. It's I, I'm really excited about doing this, about doing the 30-day challenge. I'm going to cough up my $3. <laughs> I'm going to give you the extra penny. And and doing the exercises because um, just hearing about it, it's I'm intrigued. I'm re- I, I'm really intrigued by finding out what I don't know about myself. Well, and, and the subtext isn't, and if you don't have someone in your life, you're a worthless, contemptible human being who should just die as soon as possible. No, it's, it's not like that at all because that's part of the secret, actually, of being uh, a great partner in life is having a life worth sharing. If I don't have a life of my own, that's truly worth living, then I don't have one that's worth sharing. And having one that's worth living means I'm really free of that pathological level of neediness that would drive me into really dysfunctional relationships um, because I'm so needy. I don't, I, you know, we're not, we're not trying to say anything like that. But for those who are looking for a little bit of healing, this could be just the $3, I'll keep the tip, just the $3 bit of medicine the doctor ordered. So if you're interested in the 30 days, the 30-day challenge to reclaiming your mojo, you can find information uh, at stephening.com. And at the end of this, after a month, we would love to have somebody on the show and interview what, what, you, how you, what you thought about it. So if you, do the, if you do this and you're interested in sharing your feelings, email us at asking at stephening.com. Thanks, Jackie. This thank, was a blast. Thank you.